Welcome back to the Dead to the World podcast. I'm Tasha. I'm Lexi. And I'm Mama Dawn. And I want to share something with everyone one moment here. So we know I'm pregnant. Yes. I'm expecting a wee little baby. Yay! A wee little baby. So my pregnancy cravings have been root beer, <laughs> McDonald's french fries, and Olive Garden salad. Sounds a lot like Don't ask me why. pregnancy cravings. <laughs> <laughs> the sad part is, is last night, Kyle and I took his brother and his wife out to Olive Garden because they came down and helped us move a dresser up our stairs and stuff. So we took them out to dinner to Olive Garden because they're like, well, where do you want to eat? And I was like, of course, you know, Olive Olive Garden. Garden. And we're sitting there eating and I get the salad. And that's like the number one reason why I wanted to go. It was disgusting. Yeah. Nasty. I was so pissed off. I was like, like, what was gross about it? Just salad tasted old. Ew. And I asked Shelby, I'm like, does this taste like weird? I don't know. She's like, and she tasted, she's like, yeah, it tastes old. I'm like, yeah. And then Cade tasted it and he's like, yeah, it does kind of taste like old, huh? And so I told the waiter, because I'm that type of person, I'm a, a, I am I would say I'm a little bit of a Karen sometimes. Yes. And confirm. I'm like, this salad is like not tasting right. Like it tastes old. I don't know what's wrong with it, whatever. He's like, oh yeah, we actually ran out of like our traditional lettuce. And so when that happens, we have to use like a different brand. So it's just a different brand. Oh. It was terrible. And now I've been craving the salad ever since because I never got like the salad. You didn't get the, the salad. salad. The salad. So That is sad. sad. I hate when that happens. I know. It's just like there's a little place here called the Purple Turtle. If you're local, shout out to Purple Turtle. I love Purple Turtle. Oh, my gosh. They're in Pleasant Grove off State Street. Mm. And I they, need to go there. <laughs> they have this shake called Hawaiian Delight that I absolutely loved. And they used this coconut milk. That would actually kind of get hard in the shake. So it was almost like little chunks of white chocolate. That's what it reminded me of. So good. And then I get it one day. There's no, there's <laughs> no like, little chunks. Where are my chunks? Where are my chunks? The delight of Hawaiian delight is gone. So I asked them and they said that the company that they used to buy that other coconut milk from closed down. Oh, dang. So it they was were discontinued. <laughs> <laughs> and so then they had to change to another one. And I've never bought a Hawaiian delight shake since. Oh, because it was just sad. I, I just really loved that little delight. I'm trying to think of something like this has ever happened yeah, I was to me, say, so like, I can join there in. anything that's happened. Or like that? just one other thing: scone cutter. Oh, don't even get her started. I love scone, scone cutter. cutter. They're all gone now. All of them. Yeah, the one that oh, was really? up in San, Drape, Sandy Draper area. Yeah, off 90th. Off South. 90th is gone. gone. Oh, so but they had one in Orem, which was where I used to work, and I remember one day I was having a crap day. And I get to the drive-thru and I'm just sitting there and nobody says anything. And I look over and there's a big sign that says, we are closed. And I just start crying. <laughs> and I call daddy down and I'm like, I'm so upset. And he's just like, what's wrong? What happened? Like literally he thought somebody died. Stone cutter closed. <laughs> he's like, okay. <laughs> they just have a turkey avocado pita. Yeah. Mm. Oh wait, that actually That's is what so I would good. get. Oh, it's so good. And it's spicy really fries. Good. Their spicy fries were so good. I'm hungry. I'm hungry too. I just you ate, know, I but think I'm also I am hungry. Too. I just came straight from work, so I'm starving. Are we all about to get all of Just kidding. Um, <laughs> well, I went I back. Mean, I honestly probably am. I actually went into the office today for the first time for a long time, and I worked for about four or five hours in the office and came home and just crashed. When she said she's been in the first time in the office for the first time in a long time, the first thing I thought was, for the first time in forever. <laughs> That's the first Lovely thing I thought. Okay, wait, I have a story. 
okay. two before yeah. we start. Okay, sorry. Lexi's story, and then we'll start our um, topic. <laughs> no, but this is good. more of a follow-up on something I already kind of talked about. So, we saged the desk. <laughs> oh, yeah. Oh, the desk okay. that at was work. cursed. The cursed desk at my work. We saged it. And then a we- it's been a week, and she quit. The girl who sat there quit. No way. No. We were like, are you kidding me? Yeah, no, literally. And you liked her, right? Yeah. I found out today. Today she wasn't there, and I was like, where is she? And her manager, he just smiled at me like, you know. And I was like, oh, are you kidding You're me? You're like, dang it. The desk strikes Wait, I have again. a question. Who saged the desk? Uh, just another girl that I Has with. she saged before? Yeah. Okay. She, she, she does <laughs> all Tasha that. Tasha questions. <laughs> have you saged before? No, but I was just curious. <laughs> so... Luckily, we actually had interviewed someone else for a different position, mm-hmm. but that girl would be very good for the position of this other girl who quit. So you just moved her? Well, we offered her that job, and mm. she accepted it and perfect. said she can start tomorrow. Oh, perfect. And then came the dilemma. Literally, we have company lunches together every Tuesday and Thursday. Today's a Tuesday when we're recording this. And we all, the entire 30 minutes, talked about how to solve the dilemma of the cursed desk with the ceo and everything it was funny that is funny so the plan is tomorrow because the new girl she's coming at eight we're gonna go in at 7 30 someone's bringing sage someone's bringing crystals someone's bringing silver because we googled it and they said that breaks curses or something i'm so. very curious like you'll have to tell me is this a ring a necklace a candlestick like what s- kind of silver i'm not sure i'll send you video <laughs> will you okay. actually just video it and put it on our socials that'd be so funny of like the uh the stuff the what is it called like the performance or sure the, yeah if your co-workers are the okay ceremony with yeah. i'll have to the see. ceremony that's a good word for it but it was funny because we were talking about all of this and our ceo he was like i better not see any of you come in with goat heads or anything tomorrow <laughs> oh my gosh that's pretty funny <laughs> And what, okay, so has there always been a desk there? Hear me out, okay? Probably, I've worked at this place for a long time. Probably like almost five years ago, sorry, four years ago, I want to say, they like remodeled the whole space. So this area that the desk is in used to be a storage room that only had like our big industrial like printer in there. And like some vacuums and stuff like that. So, and I'm convinced it's haunted at the office. Uh, Well, you've heard... I've heard some call your name. (laughs) So I'm thinking maybe that's where the ghost liked to hang out and it's angry that we disrupted its peace because we knocked that wall down and now there's desks in there. So now maybe there's not even a quiet space in the office. I don't think there's a quiet space for the ghosty and he or she is angry. I think it's a girl. I sound crazy. (laughs) I sound crazy. Is she a little (laughs) PMS-y? I think so. So, and the cursed desk, this is not a recent thing. This dates back to 2019. That's where I trace it back to. Wow. Wow. So yeah. this is a solid it's like three curse. years. And it's not even like a joke curse. Like the first person who sat in this desk that their life completely went downhill and then they quit. Like he got divorced and he had been dating this girl for years. They moved to Utah together. They were literally obsessed. Like I've never met another person. I was like, wow, you guys are literally obsessed with each other. And he got divorced, which we were all so shocked by. Wow. And then he left. Another girl who sat in that desk has passed away since leaving. Oh, so like, yeah, we kind of laugh about it a little bit. It's funny, but like genuinely, I think that there is some, there's something weird going on there. Well, I guess. Don't let your new coworker that's moving into that desk hear this. I was just going <laughs> to no, say. No, Well, that's another thing we all agreed upon because the last girl, we were like, hey, maybe the curse is that they know about the curse. So we need to stop oh, don't talking about it. Yeah. So the last girl, we didn't tell her. So. And, and it still, and it still it happened. Didn't ma- it didn't her matter. life went downhill and, and she gone. So. Wow. Sad. Okay. Well. What are we talking about today? <laughs> Moving on from that, <laughs> we're talking about 
The strangest place you've ever slept. Sorry, I was going to say, and then I had to burp. Oh. The strangest place you've ever slept. 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 The strangest. Okay. Who's going first? I'm going first. This is Tasha. So because I'm pregnant too, I'm like, you know what? It'd be kind of fun to maybe relate this a little bit more to in regards to, I'm just going to, okay, toddlers. I'll just put it out there. <laughs> what say, just happened? I don't know. I was going, I was sure going somewhere children. with it and then I just, you know, never mind. So I'm going right. to talk about. Can I say something? Yes. You look very cute today. I thought the same thing. Like thing. her hair is up. No, you do. You look like cute. super sassy, kind of like sticking out. You but look yet, like Rachel Green. Oh, oh, what a compliment. <laughs> Well, thank you. I don't feel like Rachel Green, that's for sure. <laughs> but sorry. Um, sorry to disrupt. No, Continue thank you. On. One second comment on that, though. No, really, thank you. Because the last couple days, especially, I felt very, like, down about my appearance. But I think it's because, like, one, my acne's been going crazy, which I Googled. And it says, Pregnancy. when you're pregnant, that can happen. And I'm like, ugh, it's freaking terrible. And then my hair is so staticky. And I'm losing it by the buckets load. Really? Oh. She made a hair tie out of her own I hair. I make hair ties out of my own hair. I saw that. I remember, actually. It's ridiculous. She sent a picture and said, sorry, this is gross, but ha <laughs> something. I was like, yeah. okay. All right. Anyways, okay. Well, thank you. you that guys. to thank sleeping you. children. So basically, my article here is... Like, why do kids fall asleep in the most, like, bizarre places? Oh, yeah, like literally in a sandbox or something? Yeah. That's the first place that came to mind. So that's my first thing that I'll touch on. And then I do actually have another quick one after that that's about essentially why children or babies, I guess, sleep in weird positions. Okay. So maybe not weird places, but, like, their actual body positions. Mm -hmm. So those are the two things I'm going to cover. Perfect. I can't wait to hear. So basically, the article goes on to say, have you ever found your kid napping in a super unusual spot? Yes. <laughs> Mom, yes. So that I means I do not us. have ch- my dog found him sleeping <laughs> in some weird spots. Yeah, true. Um, it's not to say that you're ignoring your child or anything obvious, and there's no particular reason, but every once in a while, you may just give them some time to play, things get quiet, and you realize they're asleep under the coffee table, <laughs> or they're curled up in the dog bed. While it might not seem terribly concerning, sometimes you've got to ask yourself, why do kids fall asleep in the weirdest of places? I just think that they literally don't care. (laughs) And also, it it just kind of reminds me of potty training. Like, when you're a kid, I even remember when I was a kid, it's like, you don't want to leave to go use the bathroom because if you're having such a great time, everything will change in that, like, two minutes it took you to go pee. This is true. So I think that's also maybe the same, like, they, they don't want to stop because they're having so much fun and then their body just shuts down on them. <laughs> they're just also, like, done. I feel like they just also haven't been around long enough to know all the stupid societal rules. Do you know what I mean? It's like yeah. we know that if I want to go to sleep, what I should do is go to a couch or go to a bed and get a blanket and a pillow and go to sleep. I literally could just get on the floor right now and go to sleep. Like no one, I have free will. <laughs> that's true. You could just, I just do whatever that you that's want. That's not necessarily what you're supposed to do. True. Or what would be most comfortable. Yeah. So after a survey of a thousand parents with children under the age of five, the research discovered that children frequently nap in unexpected places like laundry hampers, grocery carts, and even while sitting on the potty, which doesn't seem necessarily comfortable for napping, if you ask me to say. Yeah. Now, in fact, these parents reported that their children would find somewhere different to nap around three times per week on average. So it would be like a different place 
three but, times. But so, like an odd place. Yeah, like an odd place. Nothing, Interesting. Nothing like they sleep in their bed three times. That's normal. <laughs> <laughs> a spokesperson for the night garden explained that children under five had a lot of developmenting to do and both physical and mental. <laughs> Develop, what was that word? <laughs> Developmental? Develop. Developing? You know what I'm trying to say. Develop. Oh, she said developmenting. Yeah, I don't know what I said. Why did okay. it make sense to me? Though? I, I was like, yeah, she got that right. Okay. I literally thought that to myself. <laughs> <laughs> Hold on. Let me clarify something real quick. With my job, I talk on the phone. I read verbatim statements that are literally like the size of like four paragraphs long. Gotcha. It's to the point I start mumbling my words when I talk, especially mm-hmm. when I've come to record right after work. So I'm sorry. <laughs> You're fine. Let me start that again. So basically, children under five have a lot of de- oh my gosh, have a lot of developing to do. There Good job. You go. Correct. That was perfect. Both physical and mental. So they're going to grab a nap wherever they want, as per their independent. Which mm-hmm. I like. They like just kind of like you said. Like you have free will. Yeah. <laughs> it's just we've learned that a normal napping area is your bed or a couch or. Some are soft, I guess. I only see TikToks that are like testing to just to see if I still have free will. And then they'll like stand on the counter or something. It's like, yep, still got it. (laughs) (laughs) That's funny. Um, The study also, of course, goes on to say that we know that children and their bodies develop the fastest between ages zero and five. And in that short space of time, they learn to walk, talk, socialize, and use up a lot of energy. So it's not surprising that fatigue sometimes would appear up in unusual times and places. Just like you said. Yeah. Like if they're playing and they're like, oh, I want to play, I want to play. They don't, I don't think they can, they don't get the concept that they're getting tired. Just all of a sudden it's like lights out and they just are like on the floor or whatever. Yep. You know, facing their food. Yeah. That was a common one Seriously, for you I caught Daddy Dale asleep in his cereal once. No way. He, I mean, obviously, he was an adult if I was around. <laughs> <laughs> That's embarrassing. He had, It was when he worked night shifts. Oh. And I would be leaving for school at the time that he was just getting like, home. get up and he's in the kitchen. He was in the kitchen and I watched him pour cereal and stuff. He's like, man, I'm so tired, but I'm so hungry. Like, I just got to <laughs> eat something. And like, I went upstairs to grab something and I came back downstairs a few minutes later and he was like asleep, like hovering over <laughs> Cereal. So what you're saying is he's like a man child. Yes. <laughs> Isn't funny. every man a man child? <laughs> yeah, I guess so. All right. So children do need a whole lot more sleep than adults. Um, actually, on average, ages one to five need anywhere from 14, or excuse me, I guess I should start saying 10, 10 to 14 hours of sleep. Despite the fact that kids obviously need loads of sleep, three quarters of parents surveyed that they had difficult times getting their children to bed on a distant Decent time yeah. due to their, like, frequent naps in the day. Oh, interesting. So, so like, they were napping too much, so they're not getting to bed early enough. Yeah, basically. Uh, within a month, the average parent reported that they were able to successfully get their children to sleep about seven times a month. So only seven times out of the month, parents reported that they successfully got their children to bed, like, on time in a manner that I guess is to the parents, like, Probably their schedule. routine or what they would like to do. Yeah. And it says, no wonder parents report that they keep finding their kids in odd places. Yeah. Well, and I think kids too, I mean, we want them to be on a schedule, but it's just hard. They're changing so fast that it's like you may have, oh yeah, they fall asleep at seven o'clock, but then a month later, like, no way that doesn't work. They're not tired at seven o'clock. They're not tired. Yeah. Got to move it to eight o'clock or change their nap time. Seems like a lot of work. 
Oh, I Are know. you excited, Taj? No. <laughs> just kidding, guess. Um, so essentially, um, basically, it's, it's just the fact that their bodies are growing so fast and there's so much developmental... Like, developing habits. Developing, ha- yeah, and habits that are going on that it's almost like their body can't keep up with mm-hmm. their need of sleep. Interesting. Okay. And so they just... Pass out wherever. Pass out wherever. <laughs> I have a couple of funny stories if... Are you going on to the next thing? Yeah, I'm going to go on to the baby position so you can go ahead. So just a couple of funny stories. So um, one day we couldn't find my little sister, Jen, and we searched and searched and searched. And we lived right next to a park. Like we'd gone to the park and then my mom started freaking out like, oh my gosh, did somebody take her? And then we finally found her. She fell asleep behind the piano. Behind the piano. Between the piano and the wall. Like I don't (laughs) know. I'm not sure how she even fit in there. That's pretty funny. She was walking and talking but she was probably only like two at the time and then another story I heard about this time I I wasn't around because it's my older sister but they were playing hide and seek and she had hid in the little space between like the tub and the toilet kind of like behind the toilet yeah in that little like section and they couldn't find her and then she fell asleep there and it's I mean they were searching forever and then one of the kids finally needed to use the bathroom and when they sat down on the toilet they looked to the side and they're like, Oh my gosh, like she's, she's right, right there. Here, <laughs> That's so the funny. Floor. That's pretty funny. But I think that goes along with what I was saying. It's like you're playing and then so you fall asleep in weird places because whatever you're playing at the time you fall asleep, that's where you're at. That's true. It's like if you're in the middle, if you're a kid and you're in the middle of a hide and seek game, you're not going to be like, sorry, guys, I got to go take a nap. Sorry, like I'm you're just tired. You're not going to do asleep. it. <laughs> like I'm tapping out. I got game over. <laughs> that's funny. All right. So my next one that I mentioned we're going to talk about is just the odd sleeping position. So babies and toddlers can sleep comfortable in a variety of positions that look strange or uncomfortable to adults, but children are generally safe when sleeping in such weird positions as long as they can, number one, breathe, and their color is normal, and they're not snoring. Okay. So it's kind of going to go into, um, like, what are what are these normal but yet weird-looking positions, and how do we manage to keep make sure that the babies are still safe? Gotcha. Even though they may look like super... Strange. What's those? What's those people that like a contortionist? contortionist? Yeah, yeah, that's what I was trying to think of. I still sleep in some of those positions. Sometimes <laughs> Sebastian wakes me up and he's like, "I was just a little concerned about if you could breathe and stuff." He's <laughs> like, like, "Gotta okay. make sure you're alive." <laughs> All right. So babies don't actually think about how they're sleeping. Obviously, makes sense. Um, they just sleep, and that often means that they're just going to sleep where they're at and whatever position they happen to fall. In. <laughs> Um, Here are a few of the weirdest positions that this article writer has seen her children fall asleep and stay asleep. She made like a huge point of that. Like not only were they there and then woke up, like they stayed asleep in this position. The baby was standing up holding onto the crib's railing. What? When they had just kind of fallen asleep. And then sometimes while like holding onto the crib railing or the slats. Okay. So just like standing there holding and like asleep. But asleep. Yeah. One time they were kneeling or fell asleep, and now their butts are up in the air. Oh, yeah, I've so, like, seen they those. kneel, and then they kind of fall forward, and then their butts just, like, boop. Yep, the little stink bug. They were banging their head against the side of the crib, <laughs> and then they fell asleep, with their heads smashed up against the side <laughs> of the crib. <laughs> oh, that's just so funny. Uh, she goes on to say, my children have also fallen asleep just while sitting up in a chair. Mm-hmm. 
Oh my gosh, can you imagine? I, I I can't wait for when my child is born and I just get these crazy pictures of them just in the most randomest positions of sleep. I think it'd be hilarious. When you think about it though, think about the times that you wake up and you're like, oh my gosh, like I slept on my neck wrong or something mm-hmm. like that. Mm-hmm. It's always on those nights where you're so tired that probably whatever position you happened to lay down in, you fell asleep in. That's true. And stayed that way all night. Yeah, because you're so tired. Um, Now the... Individual who's writing this article says that my kid, or excuse me, as a kid, my sister fell asleep walking up the stairs. I think she was about four years at the time. In any case, we had found her sprawled up across three stairs. (laughs) I'm like, that's pretty funny. (laughs) That is a good one. I thought so. So usually sleeping in weird positions, like we've stated, isn't necessarily an issue, but there are three times where it could become a problem. If the baby is having difficulty breathing, if the child is snoring as a sign, meaning they are having difficulty breathing, and if the color has changed or their their color doesn't look normal. Mm-hmm. Those are the three big things to watch out for, as any one of those being off is a sign that they aren't breathing well and should be repositioned. If you've gotten more than two of those issues at the same time, reposition immediately would be your first step. Yeah. Well, that's like you. I don't know if we've shared on the podcast, but Tasha, when she was a baby, fell asleep in a swing. And my sister-in-law was babysitting her and she went, looked at her and like she was kind of like an ashen, you were, I ashen, guess, turning Like blue. an ashy. Ashy color, yeah. Mm-hmm. Like a gray and blue. And so they like kind of grabbed you and like kind of shook you and you weren't waking up and then finally you did and when you did you're like <gasps> breathe in really deep that's terrifying and then we ended up taking you to the hospital and they did just like a, double check yeah they did a observation overnight we had to stay there overnight and then you had to wear like these monitors for like four months because you had what they called the like kind of sleep apnea but like mm, worse but like baby baby sleep apnea but they said <laughs> basically they said the only thing they can think of is the way that you were sleeping sleeping in the swing yeah it like, like cut off my yeah like maybe oh. you like blocked the nerve that tells you to breathe or something along those lines scary interesting that is it scary. really was scary thank goodness it never happened again so right it definitely had to be the position so after that, obviously, they, we never let you sleep in the swing anymore. And they've changed swings now to where they lay back more than they used to. Mm-hmm. So and you I can't go, like, go lean forward. forward. Yeah, yeah. I think that that was why. Dang. Makes sense. Well, I mean, I mean, I think that's good to point up. And even my next point was, you know, if you've repositioned a child or baby and the problem doesn't solve itself, then, of course, Get go to the doctors attention. or call 911. Yeah. So I, like... Not to be on a super, like, serious note, but it can be funny to see how children or babies fall asleep and in the places that they fall asleep. But you also need to make sure you're keeping an eye on what's going on and that they're looking healthy healthy and alive. Breathing, yes. <laughs> because breathing. Breathing, yeah. Because I think it it can happen so fast mm-hmm. where all of a sudden uh, just harm, a harmless situation turns into a harmful situation. Yep. So definitely keep an eye on them. Okay, so final thoughts. Babies and children are weird. But the cute, <laughs> the cute kind of weird. When they sleep in weird positions, we still think they're cute. Um, it can be concerning to think about babies that sleep in weird positions, like kneeling or being in a weird air butt position. But that's the fun psychological fact that children's kneecaps actually don't classify into bones until they're around two or three years old. Oh, so it doesn't hurt yet. It doesn't yeah. hurt. I think you mean calcify. Oh, yes. Calcify. What'd I say? Classify. Classify. Made sense to me. <laughs> I, I mean, question it. She knew what I meant. I mean, 
literally they wouldn't classify as bones until they calcify. <laughs> so it wasn't actually a bad, <laughs> wrong statement. Uh, so basically it just means that like they don't mind kneeling. Yeah. And their feet aren't going to fall asleep no matter how oddly they may be sleep kneeling. That's, That's what I was going to say because they have a lot, a lot of things that are cartilage. Cartilage, yeah. At that point. Because when I they're kneel all bendy. for too long, my feet fall asleep. <laughs> yeah. And they also are very lightweight. So I don't think that they have the same pressure on their body True. that like an adult has. Adult would. Makes it's like, sense. you know, they can fall asleep on the floor and it's not uncomfortable whatsoever. Me, hell no. My hips hurt so bad <laughs> if I have to like lay on a floor because I have to lay on my side. and It just doesn't work. So last couple things, of course, is before you stress out about your babies or toddlers sleeping in weird positions and in weird places, just know that they are fine just sleeping and you should get some sleep too. Like, <laughs> you know. Yeah, don't freak out about it. Of course, it. besides the fact, like we mentioned, be, be cautious, but cautious. Be cautious. Be cautious. But if be they're cautious. asleep and breathing, just leave them be. Yeah, just leave them be. They're fine. <laughs> so, all right. Lexi. Me. Woo. It's me. I'm not the loser today. Okay. Um, actually, I think you are, because then you're, I'm going to talk and then you're going to talk again. But good job. I played myself. <laughs> okay. So, I have an article from didyouknowfacts.com. Mary, did you know? It is almost December. That you're a baby <laughs> Sorry. I would have gone for like Mary had a little lamp. I guess it was no, did you know. No, but you said did you know. Continue. <laughs> okay, so the first one is on the job at a film set. So this person said they were sat in a comfy auditorium for hours with fake clapping and laughing going on. One after another, someone would doze off and then um, the... They said an AED, but I'm assuming that's somebody, I don't know, someone over them, their boss. Okay, yeah. A supervisor, I don't know. AD, uh, something director maybe? Mm. Action director maybe? Art director. Oh, art director. That's what it would be. And animatronics director. <laughs> I don't, it sure. could be anything. It's a film set. Anyway, so if they noticed, they would wake them up. So unless the person was quiet enough and there was like enough noise going on, they would be able to stay asleep. So this person said, during a particular slow turnover, I dozed off, and during this period of my life, I was a bit phlegmy, so I didn't realize that my head had rocked back and I was snoring loud. Eventually, when I came to, the crew were still doing adjustments, and I remember this girl's face as she looked up at me with the most appalled look on her face. I must have been snoring pretty badly. Embarrassing. <laughs> said, second time this happened, it was very unexpected. I was playing a refugee in a tent with other extras, and the director had to place me further away from the others and turn me away from the camera because of how I looked. I don't know what that's supposed to mean. <laughs> <laughs> I lay there awake, but pretending to be unconscious for the first and second take. I then wake up after who knows how long to clapping and the AD person praising us, saying, that's a wrap, guys. <laughs> That's a wrap. <laughs> so his falling asleep, he did a great job. He did a great job. That's pretty funny. Last one, he said, my friend on set, another extra, came up to me to say that I didn't move an inch even when he tried to tell me jokes. <laughs> I had to ask him how long it had been since we started rolling to find out that it had been a good three to four hours. <gasps> no so way. Easiest paycheck I have ever made in my life. Oh, my goodness. <laughs> That's hilarious. I love it. The next one says, I fell asleep one time waiting before a medical procedure. They had to wake me up so that I could sign paperwork permitting them to put me to sleep. <laughs> oh, oh, the irony. <laughs> oh, that is funny. Like, oh, how ironic. The next one, they said, I fell asleep in the back of an ambulance. I'm the paramedic. <laughs> oh, <my>. <laughs> <laughs> Hey, if there's nothing going on, you had a whole bed I mean, and everything. That's yeah. true. Like, 
I mean, and honestly, like, they probably are super tired. So I guess when they can sleep, they if someone's driving and they're in the back, might as well take that opportunity. Yeah, yeah. hopefully it did, they didn't, like, fall on a patient or something. Oh, gosh. They said underneath the car while doing an oil change. That's scary. Ooh, that is kind of scary. I think that has happens dad more that? often. Yeah, I'm oh, sure he no. has. The next one says, at a Wiz Khalifa concert, everyone was so high, I fell asleep for a few minutes standing up, and the crowd was so thick, I didn't even fall over. <laughs> You just, <laughs> they just, just run into the next person. <laughs> kind of reminds me of, isn't it in Japan where it's okay to like lean on the person next to you or China? Yeah, I think so. Like, like in the like train stations the trains, or yeah. the, yeah. That, yeah, because they're so packed. I just don't see that flying over here in No, if someone so much as like accidentally touches me in the slightest bit in public, I'm like, excuse me. Like, <laughs> this is my space. My bubble. Um Next, it says, on the bus, standing up. In my defense, it was a traffic jam, and I hadn't slept the previous night. Which is funny, because it's not what we were just talking yeah. about. Yeah. Did I not read that before? What led to us talking about that? The guy in the concert was in standing up. In the concert, up. Oh, and he just... Oh, yes. Okay, sorry. Whoa. <laughs> Short my, memory. <laughs> no, my brain glitched, because I read that, and I was like, wait, is that why we were just talking about that? Sorry. That's Okay. <laughs> This person says, in college, I took a cognitive neuroscience course that involved designed experiments to be carried out in an MRI and how to analyze the brain images afterwards. As part of the course, we all carried out our studies, and I volunteered to be a participant for a few. When I went to get in the MRI, the tech said I couldn't wear my sweatshirt in due to the metal near the aglets. That's how you say that, right? Aglets? I, I, I don't like that word. I don't even... It's the but little I know things. what they're talking oh, okay. about for the strings, mm-hmm. right? So she got me a blanket to keep warm and my, oh, and to keep my head propped up at the right angle. They gave me a stack of pillows. I definitely unintentionally effed with someone's data by falling asleep mid-study. <laughs> That's funny because they're doing a brain, brain study, study and you're just not there. This is a kid one. It says, when I was a kid, like five or six, there was a tree in the front yard I really liked climbing. There was a branch perfectly shaped for little me to lie down on. Early one morning, I woke up and decided to take my sleeping bag up there, and I went to sleep. <laughs> Tree? Yeah. Oh, that How is How would that hilarious. be comfortable? I don't know. You're a kid. You're a kid. You're cartilage. Oh. You're all bendy and squishy. <laughs> Next up, they said during a job interview, it says he actually had to shake me awake. Weirder, weirder yet, they offered me the job. <laughs> they must have been desperate. Oh, my gosh. And then the last one says, I volunteered at the local firehouse when I was a teen slash early 20s. We got a call one night to the interstate, which was a 20-minute drive. Sick me decided to close my eyes, thinking I would wake up when the siren stopped. I woke up when the truck pulled back into the station and turned off with everyone laughing at me. Oh, boy. I slept the whole Whole time. time. Oh, my goodness. I think probably the weirdest place, if I think about that I have fallen asleep, was at work when I was dental assisting. Mm Mm-hmm. While suctioning, like on a patient, like while the doctor was working during a root canal, because root canals can be long, yeah, and very very boring. And luckily, I mean, I could do my job in my sleep. Obviously, that's true. <laughs> I think it's the worst when it's like you're at that moment where you're definitely not there, but you're not asleep. Yeah, like if someone were to talk to you, you could do the whole like respond thing. Yeah, it's like you're like wait, okay, but. You're, like, fighting for your life to not fall asleep. Well, and that's just, like, the whole we were talking about driving, too. Sometimes you get somewhere and you're like, how did I even get there? It's like your brain just went on autopilot because part of it needed to sleep. Yep. All right. Are you ready for me? I'm I'm ready ready for for you. you. 
So I got my information today from a blog, and I have to say I absolutely love the name of this, letsleepingblogslie.net. <laughs> Not dogs this time. Not dogs. So in 2013, the person who has this blog, I should have got their name, sorry, person who has this blog, <laughs> did a uh, contest, and the question was, where is the strangest place you have slept? So these were the entries. So the first one is from Stacy. The strangest place I slept was on a beach in Fort Lauderdale. I was there with my chorus that I was singing with at an international contest. My mom was a member also. At the time, I was around 28 and single. Another gal and myself met two guys that had a yacht, and we partied all night with them. Well, it got to be around 4 a.m., and we didn't want to wake up our roomies at the hotel, so we grabbed a beach chair and slept in it. Waking up to people staring at us since we were fully clothed and didn't have our suits on. I'm sure they thought we were weirdos, but it was very memorable. <laughs> I mean, I would have thought they were weirdos. Yeah. But that's like okay. Fully dressed on the beach. Just chilling in a chair. Yeah. Asleep. Uh, the next one is from Alex. The strangest place I slept was in the army. It wasn't a strange place, but more like a strange way to sleep. So back to positioning. Hey, we have a theme here. We didn't even intend. We didn't even need We're that freaking to geniuses. Well, in boot camp, we always wanted to sleep, so we invented very creative ways to sleep. If we were with a partner on guard duty, we had to be standing, so one of us used to, uh, used to put the helmet on the vest in front to put the chin on and then lean against something or tie himself to something so that they could go to sleep. Oh, my god! We would take turns. Or we would sleep in large pipes or other... And the other partner would wake the other one up if they had to. So there's like big pipes. They would basically mm -hmm. kind of hide. Oh, that's <laughs> crazy. In there and then I'd be take terrified. turns. You eventually get used to it, I'm sure. Though. I mean, I guess that's true. But. Yeah. but that's funny. Like imagine like putting a helmet on your chest so you can lean your chin and then like lean up against a Something, wall. Or, yeah, that's just interesting. tie yourself. Yeah, I don't that's know how you do odd, that. But <laughs> yeah. Apparently it worked. Apparently. And if you're sleep deprived enough, you'll sleep anywhere. That's true. All right. And then uh, there was a couple of entries from a gentleman named Danny. This is the first one. It all started with a hazy view of the world. Familiar faces with blank expressions surrounded me as if wanting to say something. Yet they were different in some way. In retrospect, I find it funny how I sometimes just can't realize that it was a dream. I was afraid that these people and afraid of these people and what they wanted. Yet I do not know what it was exactly that they wanted. They were also strange faces which surrounded me. Their movements were all coordinated as if they were controlled by one mind. Like in most of the other chase dreams that I've had, my movements were slow. Moreover, I was running in a strangely familiar place, which upon later realization is really a combination of different places in real life, like having a room in my house, the garden of my mom's house, and the garage of my sister's house all in one place together. Floating occurred when I was aware of it. My thoughts then were just to relax. If I ran too hard, I stopped and fell forward, and the people who were chasing me. Huh? Oh, uh, sorry. <laughs> if I ran too hard, I stopped and fell towards the people that were chasing me. Mm, okay. Yet it, uh, it almost always ended like this, me floating, then falling, then hitting my head on a rock ledge of a waterfall. This did not wake me up. The scenery just changed. Suddenly, I was laying in a field of yellow flowers, dreamily contemplating about nothing. There, I wished that I would sleep. 
there I wished that I would be in a dream and fly. So I closed my eyes and I was in a barren place of metal, a place of hazy glows in the dark and no humanity in sight. I have the strong feeling to look for other people, to look for familiar faces, any face. Yet there was none. I can run as fast as I can, yet it brought me to the same place of nothingness. Hmm. The dogs barked, my eyes opened, and I was awake. Wow. So basically they <laughs> slept within their dream. Right. So it was like this weird dream of this being chased and falling in the nose. And they were like, you know what? I think I want to sleep. Hmm. And then they just went to this barren place of nothingness. The That's amount so interesting. of stories that you tell that take me right back to that scene of Twilight where they're laying in the grass <laughs> is a lot. <laughs> I must be drawn <laughs> towards those stories. Must be. Must be. All right. And then the second one from Danny said, the strangest place I've slept is not at all strange or funny. Okay, maybe a little, but it is special. Perhaps the circumstances say more than the actual place itself where it is striking at, at its average everydayness. It, it is uh, from a bed cushion. I laid on the floor, which I salvaged from one of our ruined huts. The roofing was already leaking in the hut, so I took it upon myself to get the mattress rather than let the termites appropriate it for themselves. I washed it, brushed it, and let it dry for two days a few months ago, and now it is right here behind me in all of its unseemingly and distraught glory. Despite its diminutive size, my wife and children, four of them, and I can fit quite snugly on it. Sometimes the wayward foot gets placed in one's face and there's a lot of grumbling and shoving, but nevertheless, it is a fitting reminder of the chapter which I know one day we will remember fondly and laugh at. Oh, what is so strange about all six of us sleeping on this ordinary, humble, small, and smelly bed cushion? It's about the memory. It's about the humility of staying close to the ground. It's about being able to snuggle uncomfortably with one's children while they still can. One day they'll all be old enough and hopefully successful enough to buy their own houses and bed cushions. They'll give you a call, visit you on Easter or Christmas with their own families, and then we'll talk about how, once upon a time, there was this mattress. Oh, hmm. did Not it make so you kind of sweet. sad? Yes, it's like, <laughs> I mean, I grew up in a teeny house. There was a lot of us and there was only three bedrooms. And I think I mentioned before, my grandpa had the one bedroom until he passed away. So there was literally like eight of us crammed in two little bedrooms. Mm -hmm. I, I look at it, well, the house is gone now. But when I got older, I would go back to the room and be like, how? How like did you fit in this room? I have no idea. You were idea. little people. But in me and my Lex. sister shared a little twin bed. I mean, we were small, so it's not like we didn't have enough room. But, you know, I didn't, I didn't, we were fairly poor at the time, but I didn't feel poor. I felt rich. I had well, a good family. Well, if it makes you feel any better about us growing up, well, I'm not yet rich enough to buy a house and I visit more than just on Christmas and Easter. Thank you. <laughs> yes. No, I, I'm very happy with my family. Thank you. Me too. Thanks. I love you guys. You're love so welcome. Too. I love myself too. I'm pretty great. Oh my gosh. <laughs> I'm just kidding. All right. And then the last entry was from Anne. It says, the strangest place I ever slept was in a raft on a lake while camping. We had lost our paddles and oars while jumping in the lake to cool off. We made the mistake of using some old wooden oars that sank instead of plastic ones that, would come, that came with the raft. It was already getting dark and the sun was setting, and we were in the middle of the lake, drifting farther and far, farther away from our campsite. We tried to use our arms to paddle our way back, but after a couple of hours of getting nowhere, battling waves and current, we were exhausted. So my fiancé and I just laid there staring up at the stars and making jokes about how stupid and naive we were and how... Uh, we could manage this. 
Oh, and how only we could manage this. So be making fun of themselves. We joked and laughed about it for a while, then just talked. To be honest, it was so sm soothing and peaceful and romantic in a way. But just the whole atmosphere, the warm weather, the perfect sky filled with thousands of stars, the consistent sound of the water hitting the raft was relaxing. The rocking of the boat wasn't that thrilling, but it was tolerable. Regardless, we both fell asleep, lying on our backs and watching the stars above. It was actually the best sleep I've ever gotten. We woke up to the sound of the raft hitting the sand on the shore. We had finally drifted to shore. Granted, it was clear on the other side of the lake where we needed to be, miles away from our campsite. And the fisherman that was putting his boat in was rather surprised when we popped up out of the raft. But he was nice enough to give us a ride back to our campsite on the other side of the lake. I've since bought a nature clock that has a wave sound in it. I sleep like a baby now. <laughs> That's funny. Sleep like a beaver, sting like a bee. Actually, is that how they say it? Beamer, not beaver. Sleep like a beamer. I have no Swift idea. Swift like a beamer. What does he say? Uh, it's like. Hold on. <sighs> yeah, yeah, that's what it is. Mom got it. It was float like a butterfly, sting like a bee. Yep. Where the hell did I get beaver? I have no idea. <laughs> Where is my mind? In the gutter. In, In the, the gutter. gutter. All right. Yeah, it's, Sorry. it's like a wrestling thing, I think, or like boxing. Is it? Who's Muhammad Ali, I think. He I don't was know. I just got it from Mr. Lightning McQueen. Oh. That's yeah. on Cars? Cars, yes. I am speed. Okay. <gasps> All right, Lexi, I'm going to pass it back to you first. You're ready for I hear you have something entertaining for I us. I do. So I thought it would also be funny to find some stories that weren't just sleep and kind of like Tosh did before. I found some got a little too drunk and went to sleep and woke up in a weird place stories. <laughs> Ooh. Okay. So the first one, oh, well, let me just say where it's from. It's from the Daily Mail dot UK. All right. Cha-ching. That's so, your Daily Mail. Cha-ching. I don't Money. know. I, I wish. <laughs> okay, so the first one is a lady named Julie talking about her husband. Hi, Julie and husband. She said, he decided it was a brilliant idea. Obviously, while well, he was intoxicated. <laughs> he decided it was a brilliant idea to go around through the garden and try to come through the dog flap back into the house. Oh my I think he got his head stuck and thought it was a good place to sleep. Oh, my gosh. So he fell asleep with his head through the, through the dog flap. You know, I wouldn't, I think I wouldn't be lying because I can't really remember. But if I've seen any of the kids from my aunt's old daycare fall asleep in that too, because they had the dogs, Pugsley yeah. in them, had the door, Don't the little doggy door. The oh, yeah. Yeah, I wouldn't be surprised. Like, I, I feel like I vaguely remember kids falling asleep in that too. But they were children. But they were children. Not a grown right. You're man. right. You're right. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Next is Polly. She confessed, I was in Beijing for two months and did some karaoke with my course mates. They have these big jugs of juice in karaoke bars, but I didn't realize that they had alcohol in it. We were getting progressively more drunk. In the confusion, I got left without a taxi, so I was trying to find my way still singing on the streets. I woke up the next morning really hot, thinking I can hear children's voices. I thought, oh, wow, I've woken up on the beach. This is amazing. <laughs> then I realized I had woken up in a sand pit in a children's <laughs> playground. <laughs> Wait, who just said somebody falling asleep in a sand? <laughs> Wait, that was <laughs> me. 
that, so that makes you. sense. I must have subconsciously <laughs> remembered this yeah. and not noticed. <laughs> That's hilarious. That's pretty funny. She said, all the kids were poking me and I was absolutely mortified. I got up covered in sand, but I couldn't, still couldn't get a taxi. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, the taxi didn't want to pick her up. They really didn't. He's like, no sand in this taxi. You know how long it'll take me to get that out of my, these seats? <laughs> I don't think they care about <laughs> the taxi. I would care. Well, if it's your car, if it's like an Uber. Oh, I guess that's true, an Uber. But like a taxi is just a taxi, isn't it? I guess so. I don't know. Owned by somebody. Someone out there owns them. Okay, another one. This is Sarah. And she said, I went out to dinner with a friend while heavily pregnant. The next minute I wake up in my tiki masala. I had chicken chunks in my eyes, in my nose, in my hair, and I'd passed out in my curry. The barmaid took me upstairs to get clean and then took me downstairs to face the music, and I've never lived it down. I'm sorry, what? (laughs) She was pregnant? She was pregnant, and she fell asleep in her food. Oh, no, no, I'm sorry. Her friend was pregnant. Oh. But she got too drunk and fell asleep in her food. I got scared for a minute there. I was like, girl, I don't think you're supposed to be doing that. (laughs) Girl. (laughs) Okay, another, oh, what? Oh, no, that's fine. I guess the face the music would be from the pregnant friend that was like, thanks a lot for this um, glorious night out. Yeah, she's like, I can't drink and you're going to get so drunk you fall asleep in your chicken. Okay, next one is Sam. And he said, it was my first holiday away with my parents. And I was in my late teens and I was able to buy beer across in a different country. He was able to buy beer. (laughs) So I decided to get extremely drunk and managed to crawl back up to the hotel. Apparently, a French couple knocked on the hotel door and said to my dad, I think your son may be asleep in the lift. I'd been in there for four four or five hours. Oh, so they fell asleep in the elevator. Yeah. (laughs) That's funny. Imagine the amount of people going in there and just looking at you like, all right. I thought he was like some homeless guy. Like, how did he get in the elevator? Okay, last one. Philip said that his wife once found him stark naked asleep with his head in the cleaning cupboard. said she found me with no clothes on on the floor with my head in the cleaning cupboard in the cleaning cupboard that's it uh well i mean hopefully maybe he barfed somewhere and there was getting cleaners to clean it up and then fell asleep in the cupboard yeah but if he didn't make it back to the barf how long did it sit there yeah i don't know that's spooky hopefully he's not laying in it too Also, I feel like that could actually be dangerous, falling asleep with your face next to a bunch of cleaner. Yeah, who knows? You might be getting like fumes that could be worse than being intoxicated. Sorry, I didn't mean to talk over you. That reminds me of that book I read in high school. You read a book? Just kidding. Yes. What was it called? The Child, This Child, I Am the Child, something child. It was a terrible book. I mean, it was a good book. It was so sad. Is it the one, like, I Am Sam or whatever, the one where he's, like, abused? Like, yeah, an but animal? They, like... Oh. It, I don't know about animal. But I know it, what you're talking yeah. about, and that book traumatized me. I never read it because I knew I couldn't handle oh, it. I, I read it. I seriously don't know what it's called. Something Child, though, and it's his mom abuses him. Mm-hmm. We're all talking about the same thing. throws him... Sorry, fair warning real quick. This is really sad. So, like, disclaimer. Trigger. Trigger. warning. Um, the mom, like, puts him in the bathroom. With, like, those chemicals. He, she makes, like, what, alcohol It's peroxide. ammonia. Ammonia, yeah. And he just can't breathe and is suffering. Sorry, that's so sad. That just reminded me of that, though. Like, if you fall yeah. asleep next to cleaners, that could be that, very yeah. dangerous. But, like, his mom would do that on purpose, just to clarify. Yes, yeah. the book was, like, yeah. About terrible. the abuse, yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah. so sad. Anyways, I'm so sorry. And what's even worse is, isn't it a true story? Yeah. I, I think, think it's it is. Story. It's based off a true story. Yeah. Disgusting. People, treat your children better. 
treat everyone better, honestly. <laughs> Let's just be good people. That's all. Yes, be good people. That's all we ask. All right. I think that's it. Did you have anything else to add, Tasha Poo? Nope. My poo is not needing to be added. Okay. <laughs> well, in that case, make sure you send us a little email or something. If you have any funny sleeping stories, we would like to hear them. Send them to deadtotheworldpodcast at gmail.com. And rate and review us on any platform that you're listening on. And and follow us on all of our social medias. Dead to the World Podcast. Woo. <laughs> Great job. And Facebook DTTW Dream Team. Yes. If you haven't already, please join our D as in dog, T oh as in Tom, God. T as in Tom, W as in Waldo. It will never not be funny. It is the Facebook page of ours. It's yeah. our, it's our, what do they call it? It could also it's stand group. for uh, Dead, Dead to, to the, the world. world. Yes. Also, we want to wish you all a happy Thanksgiving. Yes. As this is coming out the Sunday before Thanksgiving. Yes. So eat as much food as you possibly can to the point that you throw up. Because if you didn't, then you didn't do it right. <laughs> and then join us next week to find out what our Thanksgiving episode is going to be like. And what happens <laughs> yes. when we are. <laughs> Dead, Dead to, to the, the world. world.